From the Library of Maria Menounos, this is Book Circle Online, featuring in-depth discussion, insight, news, and commentary on all the world's leading book titles and their authors. And now, Book Circle Online. Hey guys, welcome back to Book Circle Online. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and if you haven't done so already, go to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe, let us know your feedback, and let us know what books you want us to read and talk about. I am not alone. No, you are not. No. Not in this world. <laughs> no, hi. I'm Maria Provenzano. You guys can find me at Maria Provenzano on Twitter, and all my information will be on there. And you can find me at rockandmamalife.com and on social media at rockandmamalife. And obviously, I'm not a weirdo. I'm a mom, and so is Maria. I'm not a weirdo either. Yeah. I'm also a mom. Yes. And so we wanted to start this book series on parenting books, books by parents, about parents, for parents, just to entertain parents. And today we, we have with us, I'm so excited, we're kicking off with a novel written by a mom, inspired by mom life. We have Preschooled by Anna Leffler, and we have Anna here with us Yay! today. Yay! Thank, Thank you, so Anna, much. for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank yes. You. So, what you have to tell, I have to start. This is your first novel, right? You wrote a humor book on right. Chictionary, which had all sorts of fun exactly. definitions of things in our lives. <laughs> um, loved it. But this Thank is your you. first novel. What was that moment like when somebody told you, like, your thoughts, your ideas are going to be a novel? Yeah, that was big. There were tears. I yeah. won't lie to you because, uh, you know, and, uh, a long form work like this, there's just a lot, a lot of hours in it yeah. and it gets very personal and you get, uh, you get very fond of and protective of your characters. Aww. And yeah. so I kind of felt like it was, you know, the whole team kind of got called up to the show in a way. It was, it was great. That's it was really awesome. great because, you know, you're anxious to share, to share that with other people and it's very personal. You know, the nonfiction book was uh, a little bit. It's not a personal story, mm -hmm. so it's very satisfying, but it's in a different way. So that was that was a big. I was driving, of course, yeah. on the phone. Of course, because it's <laughs> Los that's Angeles. That's we do in LA. Yeah, we're always you driving. Most of your <laughs> yeah. time in the car. LA County law, you must be talking on the phone if you're operating a large vehicle. Hands free. Yes. Hands free, of course. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, driving and crying. You know, nothing oh. new there. Yeah. We're all moms. Yeah, we drive, we cry, we, you know, <laughs> the shuffle cycle things. of life. <laughs> Hakuna Matata, et cetera. <laughs> Love it. So you, you know, this was obviously very personal for you. And when I first read it, I have to admit, being a West Side mom myself, this book is about the preschool jungle that is right. the West Side of Los Angeles. Right. And I have to admit, I'm not quite sure it's fiction. Yes, exactly. Well, and just to preface this a little bit, both Lindsay and I have kids of the preschool age. Our right. sons are both, your son's almost yes. three, yeah. right? And my son's two and a half. So oh, we, are in right in we are the, right in the, like, reading like this, the manifest of You're our in lives. the strike zone. <laughs> it yes. is amazing. But she, she deals with a little bit more of the chaos than I do. I'm South Bay, so it's not okay. as as crazy yeah, so for those who, yeah yeah <laughs> those of you watching who are not uh who don't live in the los angeles area i'm a little bit more in the beach cities which i go. guess doesn't have as much craziness not as tightly wound yeah the negative the ions side. i think wash in and they close wash. you and wash back it's okay. you know the surfer yeah. mentality <laughs> but still dealing with a lot of the same issues though as, as any preschool probably nationwide of course just heightened in los angeles exactly <laughs> well from what i'm hearing from people um Depending on where they are in the U.S., they'll either say, oh, my God, this is my school, or they'll say, is it really like that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
There yes, doesn't seem is. to be a lot of in between. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. either recognition or straight up horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. Because that's, you know, like I grew up in a town where it's like you just go to the preschool mm-hmm. and yeah. none of this stuff yeah. is, it's a non issue. But in Los Angeles, the issues in this novel, I mean, from the very get go, where you feel like you're joining like a mommy gang and it's going to mess up your Absolutely. street crowd. <laughs> yeah. Husband isn't at the preschool orientation with you. Like, that's very real. Yes. <laughs> it is very so real. real. I'm not proud of it, but it's very, I mean, I'll own that I got sucked into it. I'm you the do. first to. And the fr- this isn't me pointing at everybody else and going, no. you guys are jerks. It's me going, That's I was going to say, these, these characters in this story seem yeah. to come from a very intimate knowledge of yeah, I'll these own people a lot of these that. I will own a lot of that. Yeah. Is that how you created a lot of the characters was from people you knew? Or how did you, how do you go about, as a writer who was someone, like, <sighs> I'm not a writer in that sense. Right, I, I right. always am so curious, like, how do you create these characters and the story? Um, for, for me, this is, this is the, um, I tend to process, <laughs> I tend to process trauma through fiction. <laughs> um, this is so, your self-help. <laughs> yeah, self-help manifesto. I, I hardly ever do this anymore. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I, this, it's the, it's the first novel that's been published, but it's the second one I've written. And the first one was processing a really dysfunctional job that I had Ah, and it helped me kind of you know get out into the light again yeah and this was the same thing because uh, I tend to find humor like the crossroads of um everyday experience and ridiculousness and where they meet is kind of what I enjoy writing about and observing and uh there's a lot of material yes there's and drop off and pick up and committee meetings and so yeah I I would say I tend to, um, I, I observe, I'm very much a watcher. Then mm-hmm. I'll just start cataloging and mining and looking for through lines in people and then figuring out what they're trying to figure out. Because mm. for me, it can't just be funny. It needs to also have some resonance and, mm-hmm. so, and you know, people need to feel like they went on a little journey, even if they laughed a lot. It's yeah. got to go a little bit into the darker emotional colors it or it's not very satisfying. Yeah. And it and did. Yeah. Can it I tell you? Wait, died. let me just Thank say you. this. I, reading this, I thought of every single ex-boyfriend that I've ever really? had. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, this is like, but I also, I, it just took me through that sort of emotional connection Good. to the, you know, your lead character, Justine, just like, this is. Oh my god, what would happen? Thank what would you. I do if I did that? It's, yeah. It gives oh, you yeah. you feel those gut emotions. Like that's where it resonates. It's a you know? I, I really do I mean, do you guys feel like every woman has a kryptonite guy in their past? Yes. Like the one See, that just I, goes right into you? I don't. And really? I didn't have that because I wasn't, you, you know, must be my smart. husband was like one of like, you know, I dated a couple guys in high school and then I met my husband, okay. you know, after oh, college. Okay, okay. She's the like, minority. I am yeah, the world minority. <laughs> but there were other things that really resonated yes, with me, you know, and for, like I really felt like this was a commentary on like the jungle of modern parenting. Oh, yeah. And there's one. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that in there. Yeah, there was one line early on that just really hit me, and it was, uh, she's talking very early on, Justine, about Mm -hmm. transitioning to being a full-time mom, and she says, after leaving her job to become a full-time mom, she had filled her days with errands and projects, working within the baby's nap schedule, determined to continue as a productive member of society, even though she no longer drew a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like this, you know, this unspoken thing that women that are going through, you know, you, you have this life. Yeah. And it's all yours. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nine months later, right? You know, however many hours it takes to pop that sucker out, yep. that life kind of 
fizzles into an abyss and you have to kind of pick and pull and fight to find absolutely something more than this little baby you're just trying to keep alive because it consumes you and then you wake up one day and you're like you know usually around 18 months to two years and you're like Ooh, this is my life. Like, yeah. what happened to right. me? Right. Yeah, you, know? so you lose yourself. I feel like in the and that's how I felt. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, uh, I stayed. I went from working to staying home. Right. So it's. It was something that I related to as well. I mean, I just. Yeah. It was hard not to get a paycheck. It was hard to feel justified. Oh, yeah. In that sense, but yeah, it's a very interesting and difficult dynamic. So that's yeah. where. And I, I think it resonates a lot. And I thank you. I think it's one where uh, that women can really either take a beating from others or mm-hmm. give themselves a beating yeah. for it. Because I yes. think we, you know... Um, we, we feel insecure. We do it to ourselves a yeah. lot. You know, it's like we're used to, you know, you go through school and you're you're neck and neck with mm-hmm. men on grades and jobs and you don't give it a second thought. We're all competing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then suddenly there's this fork and yeah. there are different playing fields that you're now competing on. Yeah. But you don't have time to kind of be on the original one as much as you were. And it yeah. for me, I mean, I had the briefcase that was... Yeah, so you had... The, let's talk about that for a yeah, moment. So you is, were not always a writer. You had... I think you were... I saw I another was, interview. You were a crisis... I was a spin doctor. Specialist. I was a crisis communications yeah. consultant. So, like, if you're, you know, if your airplane blew up or your CEO got indicted, you know, you would call in the company that I worked for and... I mean, it was very corporate, very, mm-hmm. and it was That's tough. I was very comfortable with that. Like that yeah, had okay. been, and I'd, you know, I always supported myself, and yeah. um, so it was a huge like, I I really, and maybe this is my own insecurity, but I wasn't totally comfortable letting myself dissolve into motherhood. Mm-hmm. I yeah. had to hang on to something still that felt like the old yardstick because yeah. I'm someone who likes. A report card. I like yes. to know how I'm doing. I think we mm-hmm. all want to feel do. like validated yeah. and important and worthwhile. Yeah, and I'm doing a good job. A clean house and like changing dirty diapers is not really. Those babies don't give check you anything. Those um, cleaning <laughs> no, a house with a toddler reviews. there is yeah. like brushing your teeth while eating Oreos. Like it's it just like doesn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, yeah, you don't know how you're doing. Because at the end yeah. of the day, you look around and go, well, well this can't be good. Yeah. 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 This can't be what it's supposed to look like at the end of the day. Yeah. Or what I'm supposed to look like at the end of the day. Either way. <laughs> so after having kids, did you then discover comedy and writing? Or how did that all, I'm just really fascinated with how that materialized. Because I think, you know, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. There used to be, like, you work or you stay at home and right. make that choice. And now there's right. this like awesome third option yes. that women are becoming like entrepreneurs and saying, you know what? I'm going to stay home with my kids and give up this career that right. I had, but I'm going to find something for myself in that life. I do think that's really important. Um, I, it's it's not something I intentionally, I, you know, quit work um, and I was very aware of how fortunate I was to be mm-hmm. able to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Um, but I did, I had that time and I was also very fortunate in that we got pregnant pretty quickly. So yes. suddenly I was pregnant and um, and home after this yeah. very busy career. It was like, and mm. all just yeah. stopped. And here like I am, that. like in my new stationary rocker that I got mm. from the nursery <laughs> going, so what do I do for nine yes. months? What do I do? And uh, I had always, uh, I've been an avid reader my whole life. Yeah. And I thought, well... I feel uh, I'd like to make something because, you know, I'm already making one thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, doing a whole lot of making. Since I'm creating, maybe I create something else. And, um, oh, I love that. I, I will give full credit to um, uh, The Artist's Way. 
Okay. And I always heard yeah, about it. And I thought, well, I got some time on my hands suddenly. And um, I didn't even get halfway through the program. And so I, enlighten us. What oh, exactly sorry. is that? Yeah. The Artist's Way is, um, is a book, a hugely, hugely popular program by a, a woman named Julia Cameron. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a 15-week program that you do kind of on your own. And it's, um, it's a oh, program for kind of uh, excavating and recapturing your creativity because her theory, which I think is real, certainly happened to me, is that somewhere along the line, you kind of can get the idea that some people have these magic beans mm-hmm. and they can make things and they can write things and they can be on TV and they can... T- but most of us go, well, yeah, I don't really have those magic beans. That's like a special yeah. thing. I don't have that. And at some point, I had told myself that, which is how I ended up in the corporate world. Right. Uh, not not in the corporate world, but different, totally different totally way different. of different looking Different strokes at it. for different yeah. folks, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I did that, but I didn't find it very satisfying. Okay. So I thought, well, I'm here, and I have time, and what better time to see if, you know, it just appealed to me. And I jumped into this program, and... Um, Man, it blew my mind open. She has you do. It's not. It's not weird or difficult. Mm-hmm. It's just. It allows you to sneak up on yourself without triggering all your insecurities. And I got about six or seven weeks into it and thought, I'm gonna see if I can write a novel. Wow. <laughs> I think this is amazing. I, I want to check it, it out. It now. changed my life. It changed wow. my life. Awesome. It sounds life changing. Exactly. It really. Yeah. I give it. I give that book as gifts a lot to people. Okay. And you know, you get the deer in headlights thing because some people are like. Yeah, yeah, that's just really, I'm not, you know, resistance, resistance, but um, it it worked for me. It opened a lot of doors. Yeah. and it, Is it a lot of meditation or is it like... It's a different focus every week, but, okay. but the linchpin of it is something called morning pages. And yeah. it's uh, a notebook or journal, anything that you keep at the side of your bed. Mm-hmm. And when you first open your eyes every morning, you handwrite, got to be handwrite, okay. three pages, just blah, 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 blah. And it can be anything. It can be, God, I hate laundry. Or I do uh, hate laundry. You know, do hate laundry. So you think that daily, (laughs) right? But but her theory is, you can do two pages of gobbledygook. By the time you get to page three, you're saying things that are important, and Hmm. you're really it pushes all the static out of the way, and that's how you jumpstart your day. And uh, she has you do things like take yourself on an artist date where you go somewhere creative. Hmm. It could be Michael's, a craft store. I or... spend a lot of time at yes, Michael's. You <laughs> <Maria> <laughs> does that get your juices going? It does. Every time I'm there, I just my yeah. husband's gonna kill me every time. He's he's like, really, yeah. Michael's, really, I'm like, yeah, sorry. Exactly, <laughs> but it's it's things like, and that sounds really kind of silly and crafty, but it's it's really allowing yourself to consider the op, you know, the possibility. Yeah. That you might have something to make or do or write yeah. or dance or sing or anything like so that. Which is so oddly fulfilling because we talk about the paycheck being your report card right. and things like that where somehow with the creative juices, like mm-hmm. you said, where whoever or whatever um, you put your efforts into, right. that becomes your report card. Exactly. That's why I spend time at Michael's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand Love that. It. I totally <laughs> understand that. So everything kind of rolled out from there. Okay. I, yeah. I, uh, I wrote the first novel and... Um, got an agent and it was being shopped and I really wanted to differentiate myself mm-hmm. um, in some way to I wanted to kind of present myself as a turnkey author like I can talk okay. I can you know I'm not yeah. afraid to go in front of an audience and do a mm-hmm. reading um, and people had always said oh you should do stand-up you should do stand-up I'm like are you on crack <laughs> are you kidding me 
Stand up is the most intimidating form of comedy. I can never. It I is. Think. It's like it's you're just really, so naked up there. Yeah. It's you're very. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so did you do stand up? I did. Okay. Yeah. I did a couple of years of stand up here in L.A. and um, it was amazing it was kind of my version of bungee jumping i thought if yeah. i don't throw up on myself then i figure it's it's all right you know and i get nervous thinking about that. it was great you loved I, it? I would yeah. encourage everybody to do it if you can find the right place to do it and so this is post baby yes by okay. by now they are like maybe uh kindergarten and first grade mm-hmm. by then okay because okay. that um, was my question when you're getting up writing three pages every morning i'm thinking right <laughs> now the first thing i wake up to is like toddler feet like rummaging right. through the house like <laughs> yeah at I, full speed ahead yeah. he wakes up right. i'm like what how <laughs> yeah can you tell us moms how well i will t- i will tell you one of my secrets and it involves basically giving up on the dream of sleep yeah um uh, i my, gave up on that i drink a yeah, lot yeah. of coffee yes okay you, so you've yeah. completed step one. Oh, yeah that's perfect. good caffeine no um, sleep caffeine we're exactly. on our way we're on our way Cheers. maria my <laughs> i got very much into a uh like relentless foot soldier type mentality okay. so at when the kids were little at my house um my alarm would go off at five i get up jump in the shower get showered go to the coffee place get my drug of choice for the day mm-hmm. hit the grocery store get the groceries for the day get back home right about the time the husband and the kids are waking up and it's like boom i'm dressed i'm up sounds like um, such a productive morning it's so impressive it's annoying i mean yeah. people don't want to hear that but no. for me it worked because <laughs> if i'm if i'm like chilling at 11 in my robe and i haven't showered yeah, no. yeah. i and feel the same like way. you ex- can't it i just feel gross no i agree and even I, the kids are like really mom you no. you're kind of sketchy I'm the same way. Like, even, like, the newborn phase, I was like, I've got, I was like, I put the baby on the floor in the bathroom, like, mom's got a shower. Right. Like, I don't feel like a human being. I I shower at, like, 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, ugh. And I take a shower. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not above dragging that bouncy saucer. Oh, no. I drag that mother right in the bathroom. I put the, just like, I'm watching you. I probably shouldn't admit this, but I. It's a great preface. You. Now I have to hear it. <laughs> I used to, um, my favorite way to shower and get ready in the morning was to bring the high chair into yeah. the bathroom and feed him breakfast because it's That's the only thing not bad. I love that. Are you kidding? That's not bad. It's all about the he hacks. Sit there and eat breakfast in the bathroom yeah. in a high chair while I'm like showering and getting ready because it was the only way yeah. I could do it. It's all about the hacks. Once you know? they start moving, there's no, you know, you can't. No. They'll be no. in the, like the toilet bowl. Like you can't. You can't just leave them there. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. you would do the five. So when you would come back and they were be, they would be up, then I guess what's then your you process? Then it was, um, yeah, it was almost, until they were older, it was pretty much impossible to write with them at home if they were awake. Well, because now I feel they better. Were, they're 17 months I'm like, apart. how does she do no. it? How did she it was do all it? <laughs> they're 17 it months apart. Right. They're 17 so, months apart. They're 17 months apart. But how? I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was there was the dream of of dual naps, which occasionally That's, the planets would align. Okay. Um, but I would tell you <laughs> like I, three times in yeah, their lives. That yeah, happened, that happened sure. once. Um, but I would keep my writing stuff in my car, and I would oh, throw them in the car. Because and any time they fell there. asleep, oh I would pull over. And work on my steering so wheel. So smart. Right on the steering wheel. I just wheel. check Facebook. I could be using that time more productively. <laughs> it's all about getting them to sleep at the same time. And then wow. when they started preschool, you know, that okay. was a good solid three-hour block. Yeah. And I would drop them off, go to a restaurant, sit, mm-hmm. eat, okay. write. 
And I did it all longhand. I didn't have a laptop for a long time. So you did do the whole preschool. So you had only that three hour, which is what Lindsay is going to do. Yeah. Three hour chunk of time. My, My son goes to school. And it's not daycare. It's like a toddler program. Yeah. He goes from like 8.30 in the morning to 5.30 at night. That's so, Living the dream, Maria. Living, living the, the dream. dream. That and doesn't exist on the West Side because it's <laughs> bad for children to be away be from shunned. their parents for that amount of time. It's not good for their psyche. <laughs> you can only have two hour and 45 minute windows. And you have to be there like half exactly. an hour early for the pickup. And it's just Well, a, and the fashion show. Well, when I, I have to yes. figure out what you're wearing. Mm, when so I pick important. up my son, he doesn't want to leave school. So I think that, oh, that's great. yeah, he's like, he doesn't want to say, but he's in the morning, he'll be like attached to my leg. But then when I pick him up, he's like, sup. And like, continues <laughs> oh, to play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, so so no I don't guilt. feel bad. No guilt. I, I don't like feel that. bad about the, th- the more than three hours. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So you did do the whole West Side preschool thing. I did do the West Side preschool thing. Yeah. I did. And uh, my friends who didn't live in that area were like, have you lost your mind? Kind of like what I say yeah. to Lindsay. Yeah. yeah, because I would. Be... You get sucked into it. It happens so quickly and swiftly. You do. Like it hit you over the backside of your head. Yeah, and you're like, "What just happened?" But it comes, you know. I I really because we hear a lot about the whole mommy wars thing and the competition. Mm-hmm. Right. I do think it's coming from a good place. It's oh. coming from a place of you're used to succeeding at what you do. You're used to having certain markers that tell you you're succeeding and yeah. you're doing a good job, and those suddenly evaporate, and you're in this frontier of parenting. Yeah. And it really gives you, it does come from a good place of the stakes feel very high. Mm -hmm. Later you go, oh, they weren't high then, they're high now. Right, it keeps getting worse. The kids are in high school. Now the stakes are high. Big kids, big problems. Then, right, (laughs) things can go weird very quickly when they're old enough to drive and all that. But at the time, they seem incredibly high. Like, oh my God, what if they don't stop saying, you know, Putty tat. What if they never <laughs> stop saying putty tat? It's over. Right. If they don't say their S's right or yes. their What if Q's yellow or... is always Lello? Yes. <laughs> My sister is saying lemons, so we still can't figure out what it is, and it's not lemons. <laughs> We still can't figure it out. <laughs> Anyhow, it. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about this book um, because I I feel the same way. I feel like as as competitive and ridiculous as this world is, mm-hmm. it's also like you know I'm my husband and I are from the East Coast and okay. we have no family and friends in Los Angeles when I got pregnant, and all of a sudden you have this family. Yeah. They may be crazy and completely right. dysfunctional and wackadoodle. But their family, You're and they're alone. there for you, yeah. and it's like this community. Yeah. And I love those moments in the book, you know, like the and without to spoil anything, sure. But with Ruben at the stand-up show, and oh, it's just like you right, have right. this family there, and right. you know, there's just there's just little moments in the book where unexpectedly people that don't have a close relationship yeah, at right. all, but they're in this war together. Right. You know, they just stand up for each other, and I think it was really touching and and very indicative of the odd dynamic of this showing crazy, the positive crazy side yeah. of it well, showing that's real yeah that's yeah. really real because i i had those moments where it 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 could feel extremely competitive or i would be very stressed out and then somebody would really go out of their way yeah. and you go well we are kind of all in this crazy yeah. like screaming locomotive towards something yeah. Yeah. together <laughs> so yeah i wanted to make sure and put those yeah. in there because it's not all snark and it's not all yeah it's it's a I have very tender, happy memories of that. Yeah. Craziness aside, I have a lot of really annoying memories too. But yeah. I have a lot of really <laughs> nice memories of moms who did me a solid and hopefully yeah. moms that I did a solid for. And yeah, luckily it's kind of balanced. Do you have any horror stories that you, of like a mom that, oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Can we hear one? 
Um, <laughs> ones that perhaps got to... edited out of yeah. the Right. I'm trying to think yes. of... I'm to protect to think of... the parties involved. <laughs> Say there were a sequel to preschool. Yeah, right? really. I did have a mom uh, toward the end of my preschool career when things went a little... Uh, a little sideways and I was more of a persona non grata in certain circles um, mm. administrative circles uh, um, you didn't play the game yeah no I started calling BS on stuff they don't yeah. like that you dropped out of the fundraising committee well I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to <laughs> this little nod to the book just so got, you know it got a little Captain Queeg there for a while um, so yeah there was one there was one mom uh, the rule was you can't you can't hand out party invitations at school unless everyone in the you whole class is invited. Then I followed that rule. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I can I feel like I can I understand that. that. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. sense. I get it. But what happened was now keep in mind these kids are like three and a half and right. four. Oh, okay. So um, my son had switched groups just for scheduling reasons. He was in a new group. And uh-huh. he hardly knew anybody in the new group. So I mailed a few in- mailed U.S. mail, not at school, mm-hmm. uh, invitations to the kids in the group that he was tight with, and told him, "Don't mention the party at school because oh. we're." Na- I mean, he'd been there like a week in this new group, and I'm like, "That's yeah, I'm not inviting seventy children to this party." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was one mom who came up and cornered me and started telling me how the fact that her daughter, whose name I didn't even really know, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, had was really going to be traumatized long term because she hadn't gotten an invitation and i said how did she even oh, who's talking about yeah. like this is all handled off that you know, was gossipy four-year-olds and it got <laughs> and she pulled the director in on it and of it course. became a thing mm. and i couldn't believe it i'm like you know two demerits I'm, for the left i'm like a i'm like a citizen when i'm not here i actually have the, the same rights as everyone else in the country it was yeah it was but it was really i mean and keep in mind she's like you know 80 pounds like yeah just like with her you know with her prada bag and she was just really so on a sort tear. of like the picture i guess if you want yeah, like the, yeah was she like willow she was a lot yeah she but you know what I loved Willow, and if this like I this did. should be made into a movie, like That's, if I were to be any this. character, I would be Willow because she. You be Willow. I love her. Thank I you. I'm so not her. a Willow, honey. I'm not. That's why I like her. <laughs> I didn't say I was her. That's why I like her. I, I, I like Ruben, who's a dad. Oh, I love Trey. Ruben. I love Trey. Ruben. Was like my jam. Oh my gosh! Yeah, send... Trey was adorbs. I've been asked ending, for a Trey book. People want a, a sequel. I, that's yes, all about is Trey. there is there a sequel to preschool? Perhaps elementary. The, you know, one of my <laughs> kids. <laughs> 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 Elementary. I, mean, I, I tried. I, tried. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Not. Uh, you know, the original title of this book was Doing Time in the Garden of Happiness. Uh, <laughs> and they felt it was a little long, but that one long. kind of carried the tone <laughs> yeah. a little more. Yeah. But I like preschool. I like preschool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah we had cute. a big brainstorming, and that's what came out of it, and I was happy with it. I think it's cute. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, so, sequel? No? Yes. Oh, maybe. I, it could absolutely happen because yeah. I mean the crazy doesn't stop. Well, and I know you just because you get out of preschool. You oh. talked earlier that you do some TV um, in film writing, and yeah. Marie and I both very much felt you know the writing of this, the way it's structured, following these different vignettes of characters, mm-hmm. each chapter culminating at the end in a big you know group. Right. But right. I come from an improv comedy background. It's like very much like the setup for any the improv. Show. It's, it's you know, a it's romantic set up comedy. for ro- a romantic comedy right. or a, a sitcom kind of 
thing is there the thought you know obviously well, that's kind of like asking a singer if you thought about auditioning for American Idol <laughs> like, is there a thought to shop this into because it just makes sense you well, know like reading it one of the great um, things about this publisher um Full Fathom 5 is that they have unlike many publishers they have a rate um, a film and TV division mm. here in LA so it well, is being shopped it's being shopped right now so as it should be yes. God willing read the know? book before it's a movie and read then you book. can say you did yes <laughs> <laughs> well um, and books are always you know especially when you read them before you see the movie yeah and it's always so hard for a movie to like live up to. Do you oh, think absolutely. that would be hard to like actually see it on screen? I, you know, it's funny. I um, I've seen several like Gone Girl is a good example where the okay. book had me. Everybody says that. I mean, I just like yeah. I think I read it in about seventeen hours straight. I just got sucked in, and so I had very high expectations with the movie, and um, I I think they kind of I think they pulled it off. Yeah, I ah, really do. Okay. I think they pulled it off. So that gave me. Because uh, it gave me hope only hope because that they won't ruin it. That, <laughs> that voice on the page was so strong. I thought, gosh, well, I hope they can vo- do yeah. it. And your voice, it's and not to strong. like to Thank your you. horn, but it is very strong. And what I like about it is that it's smart writing. You Thank know, it's you. not. It's like you said. It's this meeting of reality with absurdity, and that is what preschool in Los Angeles is. Right. But, you know, even the relationships between the characters and the married couples and just mm-hmm. the little things they're bickering about and just their little banter and their and their interchanges are not Hollywood or, you yeah. know, TV or, you right. know, novelized, you know, like fictionalized. Right. It's very real. Like, you feel Thank like you. these are interchanges that a normal slightly dysfunctional like relationship yeah. would have like it's a very real conversation that mattered and, to me yeah and it was very yeah. real and that's what Thank I really you. loved about it well and I think like we had spoke about any some any mom whether you work or not mm-hmm. you could relate to something in this and one of the points that I know Lindsay and I wanted to talk about was the mom signed out oh, we're not gonna like obviously <laughs> but it's but it's like it's center in the book so it's yeah. like you're yeah. not giving anything away yeah, yeah. so but just to kind of a conversation like it's hilarious to me that she's like you know driving in her car and she's like like I'm wearing heels like I feel I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not around like I feel like a normal human and yeah. it's so mm-hmm. funny because I like can't imagine having my hair up or um, down when I'm home because my right. son you yeah. know what I mean so it's yeah. like those little things that when yeah. you leave your house and that's why it's so relatable. You read it and you laugh. And you're like, I'm not yeah. alone in this world. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like her husband's yeah. life has barely changed, and hers right. is all exactly. of a sudden like, what is my life now? Why is this so huge for women and yeah. not for men? It's very real, and and I love the um, mom's night out where she said. Uh, Justine's and she she'd always hated that expression and the mental image it conjured a mob of haggard housewives desperate for any excuse to change into an unstained pair of stretch pants comb the applesauce from their hair and lurch out into the night like the spanked undead in search of blender drinks I had that highlighted <laughs> in mind too like, just, I was like hashtag truth like oh, thank you. amazing it's so fun thank you because I'm like I know that she's hating that expression but that kind of is a little bit what it looks like. It is a little bit. Well, that's the thing. I think that's the big. I think that's the big thing of motherhood that hits yeah. you, no matter how sophisticated you are or how successful you were yeah. beforehand. There is no escaping some of the cliches it's, of this, yeah, and I, I hate a cliche, <laughs> but some of these are unavoidable. It well, just is that yeah. way. And you know? even when her daughter is sick, you know, she 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 comes home and mm-hmm. her husband has done not even cleaned up oh, yeah. her <laughs> sickness, I and love that. I'm like. 
that's my life. Like, that yeah. is, what does he say? I didn't know what been, to do with yeah. it. And she was like, right. you mean you didn't want to do it? Right. Yes. Right. That's it. Absolutely. That has happened to me. It's, oh, it's happened to all of us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm, I'm always careful not to be too hard on the dads because well, and that's why I love Ruben. They have their own cross to bear. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And by that I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even like you said, Ruben's touching on like even a, a man's staying home mm-hmm. and feeling a little emasculated yes, yes. and trying to like you know trying to play with the, with the meanie and moms and getting sucked into yeah, it yeah getting sucked in and winning them uh i i he was so fun to write i, I was so fond of ruben he, i loved him i was so he's actually modeled and this dad doesn't know this but physically he's modeled after one of my dad friends Aww. from preschool um, who I just thought was just the bravest. He had just oh had the gosh. best attitude. He would walk in like, whatever. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, sure. What day is it? Well, I like, I'll do just awesome. Yeah. Like he just rolled out of bed, didn't yeah. care, and we all loved him. Aww. Yeah, he was a fun one to write. He was I love fun. it. So, did you? What about um, the relationship about the ex-boyfriend type of thing? Is that something you've encountered, or is that something you like? What inspired that? It's That's funny. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, my theory of the kryptonite guy is based on the fact that, of course, I have a kryptonite guy. Okay. I'll admit that. Um, thank God he was not at my preschool. Could you imagine? I would, I, I mean, I, it almost killed me getting through it as is. But if there yeah. was a kryptonite guy hovering, I don't think I would have made it. Um, but it's funny, he appeared. I sat down to start fiddling with the first chapter because I wanted to see what this book would feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to write about that world. I knew there was a ton of material there. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought there was a way to do it that wouldn't be kind of hack, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat down to start writing it, and literally he walked in. He walked into the scene, which is, to me, what's magical about writing is huh. when you kind of, if you're lucky enough to kind of occasionally drop into the flow and mm-hmm. just yeah. feel like you're watching to see what happens, you're not necessarily frustrated and like trying to make something happen. Mm-hmm. I was writing, you know, Justine in front of the school and. I'm in and I'm so happy and I mm-hmm. and here he came like somewhere out of my yeah whatever to to screw things up and um I didn't expect that. I didn't huh. expect that. So I went with it because I figured, well, this is the crucible that this woman needs to go through. Oh yeah. Well, it worked and it that captivated me. That was yeah. for me because I and That was the storyline that throughout that, yeah. um you know, the the relationship between Justine and Greg and, mm-hmm. and Harry and that's kind of the drama that sort of yeah, that's the, the lever. line of exactly. the, of the But I kept wondering what was going to happen because I found myself thinking about myself in this situation and dealing mm-hmm. with my kryptonite guy. Right. And I'm like, I would be so curious. Of like course. I feel like I would be like, you know, someone who's done this, like, what is their life like now? I of would want to see their like I I think that's why we have Facebook, right? <laughs> we all much. just kinda wanna see what they're Pretty all up to. Yeah, yeah, but that's what was so interesting to me because it like it it itched every scratch I mm-hmm. had about like yeah. yes she Good. is doing like I would be that way and that's what is so I, I feel like just women in general who have the kryptonite guys sorry let's see sorry. um but you that, don't want it, one no you don't but it, it's so <laughs> but I like, think whether you have a kryptonite guy so or not curious yeah it's like there's someone I, yeah. in your life that yeah. you're like if exactly. they showed up at my preschool and I had to like deal with that person yeah thanks yes. for no thanks it's you a know? but it's so it's, it's such kind of an interesting. Mess concept because 
kids are involved. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you throw that wrench in the system. And the and stakes go, every, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I just, and we're not going to give away any parts, but like um, anytime, like, you know, something happens with Justine and she's like, I never want Emma to feel this way. Right. And that to me, and that was something Lindsay pointed out, it's like your first instinct is your kid. Yeah. Like protect yeah. your kid. I yeah. like, And then knowing like they're still going to go through these hard times no mm-hmm. matter what they're still gonna have pain exactly and I cried I, I there was parts really? in this where I cried and it was it had to do with her and her daughter okay. um and I literally sat there and I was like my husband's sitting like you know watching something and I'm sitting there and like he's <laughs> like what is your problem but it was so like so real to me and mm-hmm. it was just you know thinking of having my son say these words to me things like that right. you know it's yeah. just that's where it, it, it hits home. Like oh, you said, the stakes get I so high. I love that it moved you. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. Must it definitely happy. felt like. I mean, it felt like I was at mom's night out, like yeah. listening to the drama of my friends' lives. Good. You know, like it very much felt mm-hmm. like it wasn't like over dramatic or something that mm-hmm. would be unreal. I mean, there's definitely drama, right? And right. Out of the norm drama, right? But like, kind of the the you're not gonna believe what happened to me drama. <laughs> right, right. But it's also, like, I could legitimately feel like these people were my friends. They're people I knew. They're people that oh, I've good. met before. And, they, you know, it was really, it was really nice. Like, a, a nice, fun read. Because you feel so like... So, a character, sorry to, like, talk, sort of take a side note, a character yeah. that I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, did you have a Margaret who was in charge of the school? Did you have a Margaret that you dealt with? I, I had, yeah, I mean, I think most of these schools, from what everyone is telling me, the they feedback... They all have I, a Margaret. They all have a Margaret. <laughs> That's exactly right. They all have a Margaret in some form. And uh, mine mine is probably an amalgam of uh, uh, starting with a nugget of somebody that I did have experience with and then folding in other characteristics to build, like I was trying to build the perfect Margaret. Like I wanted yeah. to build the one where... Uh-huh. But she had to. She had to be um, sympathetic on you couldn't some level. Hate her. No, yeah. no, and and no. it's because it's if if you can you know if a villain for whatever you mm-hmm. know lack of a better term is is completely hateable, then you've kind of failed because yeah. then it's not interesting. You just want yeah. them to die, and that's not yeah. very fun. But You're not connected. Yeah, yeah, but it's it. Um, I wanted. To, I think she was my favorite person to write because the challenge of trying to make people root for her in spite of herself and her flat sides um, I found really satisfying and I ended up being a a lot of her reaction to her divorce is modeled on how my mother dealt okay that was my other question was I was like I wonder if you have dealt with divorce and that you know I I have I mean I I am divorced but uh, the you know different age group and you know um, I I remember my mother kind of becoming a ghost in our house and wandering and never sleeping in the bed again. And um, that that lost moodiness I wanted to mm. convey, um, you know, the notion that Margaret started sleeping in the guest room, but she never went under the covers because that would just be too much of an admission, like it's really over. I'll just sleep on top of the covers. Mm. It may not be this way always. And I that kind of ghost-like... Uh, especially in the middle of the night that's directly from watching my mom Hmm. deal when you know when she and my dad split and I I I really wanted to try to hit people unexpectedly with something that might make them tear up Mm -hmm. um you know without being overly manipulative right. but yeah but that's that well, is that's, kind of that's how life is Just manipulate us that's right <laughs> that's it, it, so then was that sort of therapeutic then for you to kind of find that like 
uh, level with Margaret that you kind of, you know, come to like that sort of, I don't know, justifying thing with you? Because did you deal with it the same sort of way in your divorce or? No, no, totally different, totally, you know, different history, different set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, for, For me, writing fiction is always working out an issue for me and I may mm. not know with both novels I haven't known really until I'm pretty well into it like oh this is what I'm chewing on okay. this is what I'm chewing on that's so interesting and it's, it's really fascinating yeah. and it's to me it's like I really do think there is a um this is an overused word but there's a there's a magical quality to the creative process I yeah. really believe mm-hmm. where I agree that you're given yeah. stuff and you don't know where it comes from or you have a, a little moment of enlightenment and you figure oh that's why I'm doing this yeah. that's this is a journey um, I'm a huge believer in that so there were a lot of things that I was exorcising you yeah. know wow as I well wrote. I think you know that's the reason why there is art therapy you know yes you to use all different forms of Absolutely. art as, as a form of therapy because it really is you mm. get out of your sort of cognitive yeah. mental space and into this more creative free-flowing space where you can deal with emotions and it's big and that sort it's of visceral really experience that's really fascinating um so yes it is my mind's like blown right <laughs> I know, right? so much so much stuff happening yes um so your third novel Oh, did I just surprise you there? Because there's no real third novel, guys. I would remember writing like, another I, novel. Is she's there a third she's like, novel? What are we? What demons are we exercising uh, in this third novel? You know, you, have you thought about it? Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. I am um, right now. I'm working on a screenplay, and it's ah. because what I find I like writing most is dialogue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so I'm tinkering with the notion of writing a screenplay. I'm partway through it, um, and I I do have those moments where I'm like. Should this be a novel instead? I mean, I really go back and forth, but uh, I definitely have several story ideas that I'm kind of marinating right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the book world is changing so much. Mm-hmm. And is it? It's, oh, God. It's just very... There's so many different formats available. There's so yeah. many different ways to structure book deals. Um, their authors have a lot more control than they used to. Oh, well, that's nice. Though. Which is great. Yeah. Um, it's the balance of having a lot of autonomy versus not having that huge distribution network that comes with not having autonomy. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of back and forth. But uh, the story that I'm kind of in love with right now, in one form or another, is going to get written. And it's you know, whether it'll be a novel okay. or film or. Um, I'm kind of toying with novellas too oh, because nice. now that there's so many platforms, novellas are really hard to sell because they're short and they're not a typical length for yeah. um, a book deal. But um, now that there's so many online, uh, yeah. it, to do a serial, I'd love to do a series. That I think would that would great. be really fun and just keep. Well, I'd love to episode see these. After episode. I would love to see these this in a movie. people in a movie or a series Thank or see them go yeah. through the rest of their lives because it's super fun book. Thank We're you. so glad you could Thank come you here today. So Thank you for having Thank me. You so much. I love you guys. This. Check out Preschool by Anna Leffler. It's amazing. It's funny. It is heartfelt. There is drama. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, and it's so, so detailed. You feel like you're. Yes. Li- I mean, the way you you describe, um, you know, the setting. You feel like you're in it. So it's yeah. really. Thank you. You get lost in it. Yeah. So tell everybody where they can find you and keep oh. up to date on your books and, and what you have coming up the pub Thank pipeline. you. Well, I am, uh, my website is com, but you can find pretty much everything bouncing off that website. There's clips Perfect. from TV shows and uh, my Twitter handles at Anna Leffler. 
I'm all over Facebook. So Google me and I will connect with you. I'd love to. Yes. Very Thank nice. you so much for Maria. having me. Yes. Oh, you can find me. I'm so I'm like, yes, <laughs> like, Maria, I just can't wait. You? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Maria Provenzano on Twitter and um, from scratch with Maria.com. And you can find me, Lindsay Miller, at rockandmamalife.com and on social media at rockandmamalife. Make sure you go and find Book Circle online at YouTube. Sign, sound, sign cloud, SoundCloud, iTunes, <laughs> rate, comment, subscribe, watch all the other fantastic Book Circle Online episodes, yes. and we will see you guys again with another parenting book. We're so glad you could join Thank us, Thank you Anna. so much. Thanks see you guys next you. time. <laughs> Bye. From managing editor Jason Squamata, executive producers Maria Menounos, Phil Svitek, and Kevin Undergaro, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Book Circle Online. For more discussion, go to bookcircleonline.com. And if you have comments, questions, or book title suggestions, write us at info at bookcircleonline.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this is Book Circle Online. BCO, join the circle.